Recorded live. Praise, praise, praise God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. In his name, in his word. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. This me. Okay, praise God. It's me. I've been on her for about two, three minutes. Okay. I came on in at seven. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, Pastor Jar. I can hear you. Okay, amen. That song until today. <laughs> Come on, man. that you get from others. My God, come on. Well, today it's song meant a lot to me. Thank <laughs> you. 
Mother Lily? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't hear her as I was kind of... Pastor, go, Pastor Shaw, go ahead and start. Amen, amen. I thank for Minister Jerome and Mother Willa. They got on here before me tonight. I was on a call and looked up like, oh, I got to get off. But I thank God that it was, the call was unusual, um, but I respect it because the Lord already told me in vain when he told me to do something that I was going to receive a call. and uh, But I, I I just love the way God does stuff. And uh, I got a couple of people tonight that I want to uh, pray over tonight that one is still in the hospital and the other came home. And uh, we still want to keep them up in prayer. Even the ones over in Africa, in, in right there in Nigeria, we want to definitely keep them up in prayer. Even the ones in front of God over in Africa, we want to keep them in prayer too tonight in the name of Jesus. But uh, I just, uh, have y'all prayed already? Prayed into the service? No, I just came on. No, okay. no one has prayed us in. Okay, I can go ahead and... Oh, no, I heard you all go. Mother Lily, go ahead and pray us in. And Father, I come to you now. Give me all honor, glory, and the praise, Father. I just want to say thank you for this day, for this is the day, the Lord, and hey, we all shall rejoice and be glad in it. We all got something to rejoice for. Thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for your sun, rain, or whatever it is we get. It's still beautiful. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for watching over us and taking care of us. Without you and the Holy Spirit and Jesus being there for us, I don't know where we would be. You are our everything. And we cannot live without you three. We need you, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So teach this lesson through Jerome and let him bring about a word that will last on everybody's heart. We will all have it to take with us everywhere we go tonight. So Fill him up with you and let him go forward with the word. In the name of Jesus, I pray this. Amen. Amen and amen. Don't let it be your own. Let it be you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen. 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 We got a youth here tonight that want to say a little prayer real quick. Thank you, Lord, for this prayer line. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I want to open up tonight with a scripture. 
God is really shaking something up in my spirit right now. I'm going to go to, because I, I know the scripture by heart. Oh, I hear you guys. Oh, my God, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to start off with the 23rd song. I don't know who this was, but I'm starting off with the 23rd song. It's two scripture. I hear God say to do. Thank you, Lord. And it all tied together. God is getting ready to do something. Is it for me? I still receive it in the name of Jesus. Is it for y'all? Y'all receive these two scriptures in the name of Jesus. I'm just trying to get to my second scripture. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, the 23rd song is the first one. That's a familiar scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. For, for you are with me. You are riding your in yourself that comfort in me, you prepare a table before the presence of my enemies. You anointed my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And if you have the time, go over to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 and 1 say, Now faith is the assumption of things you hope for and the evidence of things not seen. For by, for by it is the elders attain good, good testimony. By faith we understand that the world were, were framed by, by the word of God. So so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And those was the two scriptures the Lord just told me to open up and read, to open up the service with. Amen. And I receive it. He is my shepherd. And I believe in the faith of the Lord. So whatever God is getting ready doing in the suction of things, I am ready to receive everything that God got for me and for this ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. I got the speaker, y'all. The speaker is up. Shout the speaker. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I prayed about that thing. (laughs) Tell me what God won't answer the prayer. Amen. Yes, he will. My baby uh, 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 requested some. There's a miracle in this room with my name on There's a healing in this room and it's you. 
and I never knew that this person had a problem with me, and she never confessed that she had a problem with me. And and but just by hearing God in advance that what was going to be said when I before I even got the call, and I thank God for letting me have an ear to hear which was wise and which is negative. And I thank God for letting me hear the negative thing because them two is no longer is connected. But it didn't stop me from loving no one in Jesus' name. And I thank God for letting me have the ear to hear what the conversation was going to be months prepared what was going to happen today. I was just waiting for it. You know, like God will tell you something in vain before it happened, and that's yeah. what happened, and that's what was going on, and that's what happened today. And I truly bless, and I thank God for letting me have an ear in the spiritual realm and let me hear what was said what was going to say before it happened today. And I really, truly, truly is blessed by that. And my scripture tonight, I'm just going to say I received the blessing of the Lord, the fruit of God. And I'm coming out of Deuteronomy 28, the blessing on obedience. And I really want to read just a little bit of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28, starting at the first verse. And it said, now it shall pass. It, now it shall come to pass if you diligent obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all of his commandments, which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all the, all the nation of the earth. And all those blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of your God. Blessed shall be in the city and blessed shall be in the country. Blessed shall be in the fruit of your body and produce of the ground and the and the increase of your herbs, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your your kneeling bowl. Blessed shall be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you be defeated before your face. Thou shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command. Thank you, God. The Lord will command a blessing on you and your storehouse and in all which you have set your hands, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God has given you. The Lord will establish you, establish you 
as a holy people to him, just as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his way, then all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you, and the Lord will grant you plenty of good in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your living stock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord has sworn to your father to give you, the Lord will open up his good and treasure in heaven to give you rain to your land in 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 its season and bless all the works of your head. You shall lean to many nations. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. Glory to God. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. Glory You shall be above all. You shall be above only and not and not beneath. If you heed, if you heed, if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, the word God said today. <laughs> And all you and and are careful to observe them, so you shall not turn aside from any of from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right of the left to go after other gods and serve them. And I thank God, I thank God for the blessing and the hearing of God's word. I'm telling you, the blessing of the Lord is on my life, and anyone that is connected to me that is walking in righteousness, and, and, and I want y'all to grab a hold of this, walking by faith, grab a hold, grab a hold. When I'm blessed, you're blessed. When we bless coming in as well as we bless coming out, God is getting ready to bless the household of faith. Because I said, Lord, you know, and I was just like, Lord, at the last hour, God, when I woke up to something, Lord said, go to limitations. And it was talking about how, 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 how this woman and her enemies had came up against her when she fell short. And the enemies, her enemies came up against her. I was just reading the first. The first chapter of limitation, I said, Lord, I'm going to go back and read because it's like I can't get a word, uh, a break right now with the phone and people coming over. So it was kind of distracting my spirit today. And so in this last hour, God, and I said, Lord, what's the song for tonight? What is the word that you might, my scripture for tonight? And it said, Deuteronomy 28. Because the call that I received, and just by being obedient to God, and the Lord just reassuring me just a few minutes ago, now it shall come to pass. Diligent, obey the voice of the Lord, observe carefully of his commandment, which I command you today, that the Lord God will set you above all the nation of the earth. 
and all those blessings shall come up on you and take and take over you because you obey the voice of the Lord because I obey God in this season. God been having me blessing people with money. Mother, if I'm lying. No. I've been having to bless people with money. When he say bless them, bless them. I've been blessing. These ain't no 50 and 20. I'm talking about $100 folks. I've been out to bless different people. God told me to call it blessed. And I'm like, Lord, my bills, God said, I said, bless this. And I've been blessing God's people who he tell me to bless. And I'm like, Lord, I thank you, I thank you, and I thank you. And y'all receive this word now in Romans doing it. It's just not cool to me. Y'all better grab a hold to this blessing. Because everything's connected to me. It's con- connected to me. going to be blessed in the name of Jesus. That is my testimony. I ain't meant to go this far and read all that, but it was good. I hope y'all receiving it because I receive it for myself. Amen. Amen. I'm going to pay one more. I want to do a praise, not a worship right now. Uh, let me go back. I want to do a praise. I got to praise. I'm going to put a praise on. My baby now said, I asked him what song he want. I want to know how awesome he is. Jesus. Woo. 
God moves in the last hour. Whew, I feel full tonight. Anybody else got a double testimony or a scripture or a praise report? Who? Yeah, mother. Proverbs 4. What you got? Proverbs 4. Okay, now. Proverbs. 20 through 27. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and help to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, out of its transitions of life. Put away from your deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Honor the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Glory to God. You know, in spite of. We are children of God, and we got to act like it. Sometimes things that we see or do or don't feel good or whatever. But, you know, you got to word God's word on your heart. Issues of life. It's like flowing like a river water in that belly. And everything, we got to realize who we belong to and who got us and everything. And stop talking about one another, help one another. But we are more helpers one to another. One's no better than me, and I'm no better than them. But as long as you keep putting your mouth on a person, that's personal. So we need to stop that and get our acts together. Because when you do that, it goes to show you need to be delivered from something yourself. And you need to check yourself. Because uh, we all make mistakes sometimes, and we all fall short. Everything, but we have to realize God's got it, and He will put us in submission. He's set when we do things we don't have no business. And uh, you know, I like it when it says, "Take away from you a deceitful mouth and put lips far from you." I ain't got time to sit around talking about nobody. I, I, I can't spend my day like that because if you do that, you find yourself caught up in a whole lot of. And then you can't get out of it after a while because it's he said, she said, and everything. We got to realize God is the head of our life, all of our lives, whether you're married, single, or whatever. And do what those said the Lord says, for he'll have it no other way, for it is so. And I say it is so in the name of Jesus. So we don't have time to sit around and talk about one another. We need to be about our father's business and save those souls out there that's lost. Well, there's a, a lot of work out there to do. He said the harvest is plenty, but the labor is few. So we ain't got time to sit around and mock nobody or talk about nobody. Get out there and do the work of God, and you'll see how much work it is. Jesus strolled around amongst all the sinners and robbers and prostitutes, beggars, and everything. But he didn't, he, he, he calm, collected, Sweet voice and everything. We don't have to be real grudge hearted or harsh, talking to nobody or whatever, trying to beat the, 
beat them over the head with the Bible and suck. They'll come out of the rain, just deposit the word in them and keep going. Father, do the word of God. You got the word on your heart. Got to, in order for it to penetrate and everything. And uh, you know, he said, let your eyes look straight ahead. Well, you know, and that's that, that goes with that t- toss to and fro again. Keep on looking straight ahead. There's nothing behind you. And don't look to the left, don't look to the right. Keep going, looking ahead of you, and you'll see what the work is all about. For God is watching you just as well as he's watching me. In the name of Jesus, Mother. Praise the Lord, Mother. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know what? I was going to do a worship, but guess what? We're going to keep on praising God. Some things you just got to praise your way through some stuff. Something we just got to keep praising God <clears throat> until the work, till, till his work is done, until it is sealed in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to keep work. I want to put some worship on. After the worship, Minister Jerome, do you have a special song that you want to hear before, uh, after this last worship? I already got it queued up. Because, uh, okay. Okay, of, let me do this last This question. song, yeah. This song I know then, everybody needs a little bit of. Okay. This last worship, and I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. Yes. You found Ah. I did not know why God had picked all these praise songs out like that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And because of his love, I don't have to fight. And with every step I take, it's getting closer. And the more Thank you. 
because it's so many of us that fell and thought we wasn't good enough, but we uh, can be picked up, cleaned up, and turned and set on the right path. So this is, this song is right there. Two years ago, I made a lot of mistakes and I made up my mind, but I was going to do something about it. Let me tell you what I decided I was going to do. I gotta clean up what I missed up. I'm starting my life over again. I gotta clean up what I missed up. I'm starting my life over again. You know what I said to myself? I made up my mind. I ain't lying no more. I'm 
Y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, tonight I'm going to just touch a little bit on God's commandments. And uh, we're going to be jumping around a little bit. So uh, y'all just bear with me. And I'm going to see if I can get y'all there. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to First John's. Chapter 5, verse 2 through 4. And it starts off, it says, By this we know that we love the children of God. We love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are grievous. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world and is the victor that overcomes the world, even our faith. And now jump over to John 13, verse 34 and 35. What you say, Minister Jerome? Uh, we're going to jump over to John 13, okay. verse, verse 34 and 35. John 13. John 13. I'm trying to get there. Okay, 13 is what now? 13. Verse 34 through 35. And it talks about a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, 
if ye have loved one another. Uh, see. John, uh, we're going to jump another time. And then the final time, I, I'll let y'all know when it's the last one. Uh, jump over to John 15, verse 9 and 10. Okay. And here, here's the, the part about the Father loving us. Just y'all let me know when y'all get there. Amen. Okay. And it's it goes as the following. It says, as the... As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abided in love. And the last one that I'm going to jump one last time and then we'll start talking. Is Exodus twenty And it says, and ye shewing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Amen. See, because when I was out in the streets, I knew about the commandments, but I didn't know I was supposed to be following the commandments. And now that I'm on the new path to starting to become a minister. It's a whole lot of things that were showed and told to me. And I'm starting to appreciate the commandments. You know, I heard the commandments when I was younger, but I really didn't know what any of them meant. And now that I'm following the path that God has laid out to me, I I know better. Now, but uh, he said, if you abide in his commandments, that everything else will be okay for you. And he, he also was saying that if you keep, well, Jesus stated that if you keep his father's commandments, and the command, well, he said, hold on, let me get it right. I don't want to mislead or misguide anyone. Let me go back. I'm going back to John 15, verse 9 and 10. Let me make sure I don't want to miss miss about uh, mislead anyone and read something. Or state something that wasn't true. 
And Jesus stated that as the Father have loved me, so I have loved you. And he talks about continuing the love. That was a part of what Jesus was sent here to do. He was sent here to teach, sent here to preach, and he was sent here to show people how to get to his Father. And I'm still learning. And he also stated if you can, if you keep the uh, commandments and abide by them in love, and his father will also command, where his commandments will abide in his love, and we're supposed to show love to everything and everybody. And nowadays, you don't see a lot of people showing love. We have a lot of stuff going on in the city that's just out of order because there's no love being shown, no one's keeping the commandments, and really no one has. These younger generation have not been taught or shown about the commandments, and I'm still reading about the commandments and how they apply in my life. It said, thou should not steal, thou should not kill, thou should not have no other false god before me. And, you know, everybody, it took me a while to understand that. But the people, they have a lot of false gods and don't even know that they're worshiping a false god because it might be a car, it might be a house, but they don't see it as that. They have been... How could I say this? Blindsided because they have a nice house, a nice car, but they forget where the foundation started and they need to get back. We need to get back to the foundation because the foundation is where everything starts at. You build a house, you have to have a foundation. You build anything, you have to have a foundation and it has to be sound. So now I'm rebuilding starting off with the commandments because even though I heard them, I didn't know what they meant. And Pastor Shaw, she took the time out to show me some things, and now everything's starting to fall into place. The knowledge has always been there. I just cut it off. Didn't want to hear about it. I was too busy doing the street life. And now that I decided to follow what has been laid out for me, I'm like a little baby learning how to walk all over again because I had to unlearn what I learned at first to relearn what I need now to go forward. Amen. So through my growing process, Pastor Shaw is teaching me how to walk again. She's teaching me things that I need to know. But I know it's not only her, it's the God in her because at any given time she could have been like, well, I can't reach you, I can't teach you, so uh, I'm done. But if it wasn't for the God in her and the discernment, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Amen. So I'm thankful for God and sending her to me because 
the commandments, I mean, it just, anytime I hear one, it, it applies to my life. You know, it said, thou shalt not steal. I know when I was out in the world, sometimes I took stuff that didn't belong to me. I didn't think nothing about it. But that is one of God's commandments. So I had to sit back and think about some of the things that I did. And then the commandments, there's a, a lot of them that I've broken. So now I got to go back so I can fix what I've done. I might not be able to replace the things that I've taken or, you know, some of the things that I've done, but I I know now that I can go to the Father and ask for forgiveness and I will be forgiven. Amen. Amen. You know, and I know that now what I did was wrong then. At first, I didn't think it was wrong because I didn't get caught. There was no consequences. But God was watching everything that I was doing. So when I thought I was a big man, I was really just a little boy. Because I was stealing. I was lying. I was doing stuff that was not of God. And now that I know better, I can I know I can go back and ask for that forgiveness for that. Because you know, when you're a kid you think as a kid, but when you grow up you become a man and you have to think of think as a man, not a little boy anymore. You're no longer a child, you're a man. And and that's what's going on now. I'm in the growing process and the commandments I mean, if people really sit back and thought about the commandments, everything that was in the commandments applies to you today. People lie, people people steal, people kill. But how many of us have ever asked for forgiveness for some of the stuff that we've done? We thought it was okay to go out and drink these beers and talk crazy and then go in the store and steal something just because she could. Uh, you know, and as men, men, we do it the worst. We we lie, we cheat, and some of us even kill, you know. And it, it kind of saddens my heart to know that I did a whole lot of stuff that was not a, it was not good in God's eyes. And I'm just thankful that I can go back now as I'm reading the commandments he said, oh, I did that. Oh, I did some of that too. But to know that I can go back and ask for forgiveness, it's been very enlightening. And, you know, I've been, it feels like when I ask for forgiveness, it feels like a ton of bricks has just been lifted off of me because now I don't have to worry about it anymore. Amen. And I'm grateful for his forgiveness, his grace, and his mercy. But I think I've been holding myself accountable more now that I know, and that's something I wasn't doing at first. 
drunk out of his demand, as I said, and I didn't even know half the stuff I was doing. It was actually been held against me because I was going against his commandments. But to be able to say, Lord, forgive me for, you know, being a whoremonger, being a thief, you know, lying and deceiving people to get what I wanted out of them. You know, and I ask for forgiveness for that. And every day it seems like I feel a little bit better because I went back and made atonement for what I did then. And I'm just blown away by just knowing the fact that I can go and ask for forgiveness and I shall be forgiven. And I'm thankful every day that I take a breath because at one point in time, (laughs) for some of the foolishness I've done, (laughs) I don't know. Well, I know what happened. I know God stepped in and took over because in some places I know I shouldn't have been and I was there because I thought I was tough and, you know, I wanted to show off and show out. But, you know, I'm at a loss for words for some of the stuff that goes on and some of the things that have happened because the commandments, You know, it speaks about love. It speaks about a lot of things. And people have never took the time out to break them down or think about them. You know, because if people live by the commandments, the world would be a lot different. There wouldn't be no no people stealing, no people lying. You know, people, there would be no murders. The commandments, if everybody lived the way that God has set it out, he had set the commandments out for us to live by. That was a guideline back then. It's still a guideline today. It'll be a guideline when most of us have went on to glory. You know, it's the same now that it was when Moses brought it out. I have never seen the commandments change because the year changes. Nothing has ever changed because, you know, I don't feel good today. No. The commandments are still going to be the commandments. God's love, his grace, and his mercy has never changed. The only thing that changed was me. Amen. Good word. And, you know, like I said, I'm thankful for Mother Lily. I'm thankful for Pastor Shaw. And y'all give me that push that I need. Because at first, (laughs) you wouldn't even know when I was on here. You would never know. They asked me to pray them in. I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to pray. But then when God started nudging me forward, step out on his faith, I said, Lord, you sure you want no wrong to say a little something? And then when I began to open my mouth, I was hearing things come out, and I know it was not me. And when God starts putting stuff in your mouth and using you, can't nobody stop you. Can't nobody 
talk out against you, well, they're going to talk anyway. They talked about Jesus Christ, but he continued doing what he was doing. So I don't care if they talk about me. I don't care if they make fun of me. I don't care about anything because God does anything but fail. If he puts his hand into it, nobody else can snatch it out of his hand. Nobody else can control what he does. I can't even control what God does because sometimes yeah. I I intend on doing one thing and it goes all the way to the right. I wanted to go left, but it, he said, no, not today. Everything goes right. It goes right because he's touched it. It goes right because it's his will. It goes right because everything that he does, he does for my benefit. Amen. So for me to have to relearn the commandments and ask for forgiveness for the ones that I've tore up, messed up, or what do you want to say? God didn't hold it against me. He gave me another chance to learn what he has put down. Amen. Mm. All right, man. So, like I said, you know, sometimes we fall, God pick us up, he clean us up, because we, we know we already messed up, so, you know, oh, I can't go back to church because uh, I've been drinking, or oh, I've been out in the world again, I've been clubbing. I never read in the Bible where he says, uh-uh, you mess up one time, you can't come back, you can't show up. But he asks you when you come back for that second chance, third chance, or whatever, how many times it takes. Because one day it's going to take and you're going to soar because he has a plan for you. All you have to do is humble yourself and take the chance. Step out on faith. Do what he so says the Lord. His will it's where you want to be. It's grace and mercy. All of that comes with it. And whatever God gives you, it's always going to be blessed, multiplied, and everything else that is for you. You know, when they said, if my father has many mansions, that should told you enough right there. And then when they said he can open up a window and pour out a blessing that I won't be able to receive. I understand that now. At first, when people used to say that, and I was at churches where they said that, I'm like, what does that mean? Now I understand it, that if I get in alignment with God, everything else will fall into place. My financial, your relationships, everything that he has for you is going to fall into place. But first, you have to get in alignment with him. Once you line up with God, with the commandments and everything that he set for you, everything else falls into place. And I truly believe that, and I know that. I believe it, I receive it, and I know because uh, God has never allowed me to do anything that failed. And like I tell everybody, 
I've been through seven surgeries in the last two years. And I had to humble myself and drop into alignment with his will because I know where the healing came from. I know who brought me through the surgeries. It wasn't the doctors. It wasn't the anesthesiologists. It was none of those because without God directing their hands, doing what they needed to do, where would I be at? So <laughs> I know where it came from. So now it's time for me to line up with God's wills, the and commandments, and-, and everything else that he has for me is going to come. I'm not going to be in a rush. I'm just going to let it come to me because every time my father says, no, not right now, it doesn't mean no forever. It means yeah. no for that moment. You're not ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. Amen. And everybody, they want to be in a rush to get this. Uh, by the time I'm 25, I want to be married at a nice house and car. But if God tells you no right now, it's not a indefinite no. It's just for right now. You're not ready for that blessing yet. And as you mature, your blessings are going to mature with you. Because sometimes God sees what you do, sees what you do with the little blessing before he pulls that big blessing out and, boom, drops it right on you. Because if he blesses you with $1,000 and you act a fool with $1,000, what are you going to do with a million dollars? Ah, come on. Come on. You know, he blesses us with little ones because when that big one comes through, oh, I'm going to go get this, this, and this. That blessing he's going to give you, it goes back into the blessing storehouse. No, you're not quite ready for that million. Mm. So sometimes you have to prepare yourself for what God has in store for you. And I know as I progress forward, I'm going to get better because God has put a great teacher, great teachers, let me make that plural, in my life for a reason. Because where I was at first, I'm no longer there. I'm where God wants me to be right now. I can't rush it because every time I try to rush something, he pulls some strings back. And boom, I'm right back looking at stuff that he had me looking at a month ago. Mm. Okay, Lord, I overlooked something. No, you was trying to do too much too fast. If I say slow down, that's what I mean, slow down. You can't outrun the cart. If you're the horse, you can't be behind the cart. You have to be in front of the Mm. cart to pull it. Mm. So sometimes we have to lay back, relax, and let God do his thing, and we follow his act. Because some of us want to get in front of God. That's, that's not even possible. So I, now I've learned that if God's laying down the foundation, I'm going to wait for that foundation to 
dry before I start trying to build something on it. And that, Pastor Shaw, is the biggest thing I used to do. I used to be in such a rush. I go do it and it fails. And I'm like, I did everything I was supposed to. No, you can't build a house with a wet foundation because everything's going to sink. <laughs> My God. It might take a day, two days for the foundation to dry. And then when they come back, they check the foundation. So God, God lays the foundation. But until that foundation dries, you have to just sit back and just wait. Because you cannot build on it. And that's where I'm at now because I sit back and I wait for the foundation to dry before I start trying to put up walls, before I put up bricks, before I do anything. I wait for the foundation to dry and then I, I ask my father, is it time? Then when I get that answer, that's when I start building the frame for the house, bricking it up putting the roof on it. Until you, you get that confirmation from God, don't try to build anything because it's, it's going to sink and it's going to fail. Oh, I got about, uh, about 10 minutes. Uh, I'm going to open it up if anybody wants to talk about the commandments of God or whatever it may be, whatever's on your heart. I'm you know, go ahead. I want to say a little bit about the commandments of God's love. The love of God is his commandments. And God gave us commandments to follow his law. And, and for us to follow the direction of God. Because I believe in Jeremiah, and I'm just going to go and go in there. Um, it's in Jeremiah 29. I'm going to Jeremiah 29. I want to say, I don't want to paraphrase it. I don't want to do pericope of the scripture. I want to do the exact word, say the exact scripture, what it says in Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says, For I know the thought that I have towards you, says the Lord. The thought of peace and not a thought of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And other Bibles might say, might you know, the plans that I have for your life. You know, in other words, uh, in Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven. But when when God gives us commandments, that's because He already know our future. He already know that what we was gonna do. That was the reason why the commandments was made, because of the sin that was going on in in the wilderness dealing with the children of Israel. So that's why he had Moses to go up on Mount Sinai. So when it was time for him, when he Moses to write this, when he did the Ten Commandments on the tablets, because he knew their thoughts. He knew their ways. He knew that they was in bondage. That's why they couldn't cross over into the promised land because all the old men that is on us have to die before we able to cross over in the things of God. So God made the made the commandments 
for that point so we can so we can follow the guidelines. The commandments is our guideline in Christ Jesus to keep us walking on 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 the snare ways of God, to keep us walking on on the right righteousness path of God. So I thank God for you. I thank God for giving you this because we have to keep God's commandments. We have to obey the things of God. We can't say that we are Christian and still doing things in the sinful world. You is not obeying the commandments of God. So if God given us a new commandment, it's to love one another. We must love one another in the spirit and the truth of things of God. We cannot keep doing what we're doing and say that we love God and say that we hate our brother, but yet we love God. You're a liar and the truth ain't in you. How can you love God and you hate your brother? He said, I give you a new commandment, and that commandment is to love. So if God given us commandments to love, he gives us commandment that I shall not steal. That means that you should not steal from your brothers and sisters. You should not steal from the church. You should not steal from the store. You should not do none of those things that is not of God. We got to stay on the commandments of the Lord. I'm done. Good lesson. Good lesson. And speaking of the love, you know, how can you say you hate someone? And in the beginning of the Bible, it said God formed us in his own form. He created us after his own image. And when you look in the mirror, you see your image. So if you say you hate somebody or you don't like that person because they this and they that, you're saying you don't like yourself. Amen. Amen. And, and, and you know, I would just want. I went into back into Exodus uh, twenty of the commandments when it said you already read it, but uh, I, I just I just want to say it said, but but showing mercy of thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. And when you saying that you love the Lord. We have to keep the commandments of the Lord. And also, you know, there's so much in here in the Tenth Commandment, we should not murder. Guess what? They they are breaking the laws of the commandments every day because they're murdering people. For some, some, some people just dying for no reason. They're killing people just back-to-back. There's the violence part. And then it says you should not commit adultery. Guess what? There is so much adultery that is going on in the body of Christ and outside of the body of Christ. Everybody wants to sleep with somebody's husband or somebody wants to sleep with somebody's wife or the wife and the husband that is connected together, but, but yet they are having a swinging relationship, going to get another woman sleeping with them with a marriage cup. It's just so much mess in the in the body of Christ and out of the body of Christ that is causing so much of adultery. But it said in his commandment, we shall not commit adultery. We should not steal. I said, uh, we should not bear false witness against your neighbor. How can you say that you love me and you're talking about me and my ministry and everything else and saying that you got the love of God 
on your heart and you talking against me and against the ministry or against or if I'm not in ministry, this against my house or anyone, how can you say that you love God and you follow, you and saying that you love me and you bear false witness? God God is about peace, love and happiness and joy. He's not about he's not he's not with all the craziness. And they say, and they say, you should not cover your neighbor's household, your, and you should not cover your neighbor's wife, which I just see it. But it's just so much in the commandments that 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 even the new the new Christians is still not following. Some of them is not following the commandments. Some of them just doing what they want to do. Some of them is not even read, reading the commandments. Some of them is not even written on the table of they are, but these are the things that God wants us to follow is his guideline. And I thank God for Jeremiah when Jeremiah said it right here in, in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He know our future. He know our plans. He know our thoughts. He know everything about us. That's why the laws was written for us to follow the guidelines of God. It's all you, Mr. Jerome. Back to you. Minister Jerome? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. We have a few minutes before the ending. Uh, Pastor Shaw, I know you got one. I know you got another song in there. Oh, you know I do. I got quite a few folks. I think Pastor Bridge, you want to say something? Minister Bridgewater's one. I mean, Pastor. I mean, Lord Jesus. Prophet Bridgewater (laughs) wanted to say something. Here she is. How y'all doing? Oh, all right. Oh, I'm here. Amen. How you doing, Minister Jerome? I'm doing fine. And yourself? That's awesome. So I was sitting here and I was listening to you teach about the Ten Commandments. You know, this this more than the Ten Commandments, but teaching on keeping God's commandments. And then uh, what I wanted to piggyback off what you said was, yes, we have to learn the Ten Commandments. We have to be the Ten Commandments. We have to show Galatians love, kindness, meekness. We have to be all these things in the Word of God. But remember about the Ten Commandments, those are the laws of Jesus. Those are his laws that we have to follow. But we have to remember once we follow the laws of God, of Jesus, that we have to stay free. So if God is saying, thou shalt not commit adultery, even though in our former life we committed adultery and we slept around, we already entertained the thoughts or entertained somebody of having sexual relation, but we have to remember that as God, if we are quoting and we are living the Ten Commandments, we have to stay free from it. Amen. That's good. Because order to order for us to quote them, we have to live it. Amen. So that's that's what I wanted to say. I mean, you gave great points. But I want I wanted to say that because that is so important. You know, I was telling my mother as you was as you was teaching tonight. I said many pastors and teachers don't even teach on the Ten Commandments anymore. They got out of the 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 word of God and they're teaching dummies down 
scriptures and Bibles and adding and subtracting from the word of God. But what I love about how you taught the word and how you brought the word, you brought it in from your transparent moment of where God has brought, brought you from. So now that God has brought us from sin and certain things that we don't even do, we have to learn how to entertain it so we don't fall back into it. We have to stay free. So if God is working on our mind, why would we be around somebody who has, who has a problem with their mind all over the place? Because spirit's hot, you know, spirit's hot. So in order to stay free, a great, I mean, I'm going to say this, I'm going to pass the phone back, a transparent moment for me. God has delivered me. Okay, when I say he has delivered me from, from anger, he has delivered me from fighting. Now, I have to be strong enough, and I'm talking, I'm talking about the Ten Commandments. I have to be strong enough to be around someone who deals with anger, who deals with their fighting spirit to make sure they don't hop on me. Order for me to stay free, I compress them from a distance, but I don't have to be, I don't have to entertain them. Like, does that make sense? Because we have, we have to learn how to stay free. Once we are free, we have to stay free. I'm not saying that you won't, nobody will be tempted with uh, sexual relations. Nobody will be tempted in their mind. Uh, we, we won't be, we're not saying we won't be tempted in the thought of sex, but God said that if, when he provided a way, he provided a way of what? Escape. So for us to become more like him and smell like him and be in the image of him, we have to be more like Christ. And how do we be more like Christ? We become, we act like him. I'm not saying that, that you know, because at one point it tripped me out. Because I was like, Jesus, Jesus got angry. He, he flipped over the table. So because I didn't get knowledge enough and read what I was talking about, I said, yeah, I'm going to be angry. Yeah, I could be angry and flip over the table. And I literally almost flipped that girl over the table, literally, Before, while God was working on me. But I had to go back and read the, read, read the Bible. He says, be angry and sin not. But the reason why Jesus took the table over is because there was sin in the temple. They had idol gods. Same way about the Ten Commandments, Rome, uh, uh, Minister Rome. Do not have another God before me. Because he said, I am a jealous God. But I want to say you did very, very well. And I just wanted to pick out that standpoint that when we're, we're ministering, when we're talking about that, talk about the the Ten Commandments, because listen, minister, you can go deeper and you can go deep into the Ten Commandments, but we just have to stay free. Amen? Amen. Hello? All yeah, right, all right, all right, church. Y'all need, I need y'all to stay with me. Oh, I'm there. Because I almost, I almost stopped prophesying, so I need to, <laughs> let me pass the phone over. It don't take me long. Yeah, because... We have to live by the Ten Commandments, so it won't do any good to talk about it. If you preach it and teach it, you have to talk it and walk it also, because people are not going to pay attention to you, or they're going to get lost in when you're teaching something because they you have lost their interest. If they know you have no, you're not walking the way you're talking, or the way you're preaching and teaching. Some people will turn it off. They won't even listen to you. So 
the more and more I'm learning, the more and more I have to step into my new shoes. I got to throw the old shoes away. Because Amen. The way I, Amen. The, way I, the way I used to learn is not the way of my father. And ah, now the new shoes fit better. They feel good on my feet. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. And I'm I'm learning more and more every day. I've been taught how to break down things and be able to refer back to scriptures in the Bible and to make my points from point A to point C. And if need be, I had to go to D. Go ahead, Mister Jerome. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. I I like to t- I like people to talk back, so I know what I'm saying is getting through. Amen. Prophetess Bridgewater over here. I believe she have a sound word here from the Lord, and uh, I'm just gonna hand it back over to her. Come on with it. So the Lord is dealing with me two things about you, Minister Rome. And um, he has me he has me to prophesy to you is because as I heard you have a lot of transparent moments about where God was where you was where you used to be. And Holy Spirit told me to tell you that you don't have to have another transparent moment about your past. Because he said, he said, I am making you, he said, first of all, he's going to make you free, but he's going to make you rule over many. I feel God. And the reason why he said, I'm going to make you a ruler over many is because you have to make the devil out of a liar. So long as you keep coming on this prayer line, because I really believe this prayer, this prayer line that Pastor Nina has, it really builds your strength. It really builds your character. It really builds your faith. You have someone to talk to. It's one thing to talk to somebody in your neighborhood, but it's another when you hold on to Jesus and you're able to get with believers who believe in Jesus. When the Holy Spirit told me that he will make you ruler over many, that comes with your healing. That comes with um, change mind. That comes with entertaining loose women. All of that, hear me and hear me good. God wants to do a divine connection with you in another level. And with that connection, when you lay down tonight, prayer and ask God to do surgery on you while you asleep. The surgery part means he's going he's gonna to cut you open and he's going to take all the foul things out of you that is not like him. So you can prophesy, so you can just not minister, but God is, God is just not calling you to minister, but he's calling you to prophesy. He says, some I have some apostles, some I have some ministers, some might have evangelists, and some might have prophets. He is calling you to prophesy into the realm of heaven. But you have to be careful when you prophesy. You have to know that it's from God, and it's not from another transparent moment when it comes to your flesh. You see, that's what I'm saying. God is going to take you from you having all these transparent moments. He's going to take you from that, where you don't have to worry about what I used to. Or I'll remember when. And people saw me, so they remember this. They remember that. But God is going to take you.
from the place that you're in now, he's going to open you up and he's going to take out every stitch of uncleanliness and he's going to clean your house from the inside out. And I'm talking about you, your physical body and to the spiritual place. Order for God to use you in a mighty way. Because what I did here, oh, tonight you have sound doctrine and you have a sound word. And everything that you talked about, will you back it up with the word of God. God said, I'm going to put you in a new place. And he said, he said, he said, you will know my voice this time. Oh, I said the Holy and the Ghost. You hear me? I feel the Holy Ghost. He said, you, you have a question. It's, it's like when you hear when you hear a certain voice, you be like, God, is that you? God said, a man will know my voice. The sheep will know my voice. But because you're standing in the place of a man, as a physical man, and God is going to deal with men in this season. He's going to deal with men corporately, and he's going to deal with men individually. And he's going to start with you because you are the first female to actually join her ministry, just not on the prayer line, but in her ministry as a whole. So she's, so she's going to use you because so it's time for you. God is going to use you to come to the front line because you've been hiding in the back. And God said he's going to remove you from the back and put you towards the front. And God said, don't be, don't be alarmed when you just start crying for no reason. God said, don't be alarmed. Don't be, don't question why you're crying so much. God said, the reason why that you're going to feel, feel my tears and, and you're going to feel tears come down your face because he said that is a sign of relief. It's a sign to where you're able to open up to him. And he said that when you when you go into a setting and tears become to roll down your face, people just not going to look at you, but you're going to feel, you're going to feel like you're the only person in this room or you're going to feel like you're the only person in this church. And you're going to have a, you're going to have a relationship with the Lord publicly. And how the Lord told me, explain it to you when you're going to sit into a setting of a church God is going God is going to God is going to cleanse you where men can see how you got free. Because you're an example of what God is trying to do to men. But the Holy Spirit said, Whoa, don't 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 go woe unto me. And don't allow a rock to cry out. God said, just like how he has risen from the tomb, he's gonna rise, he's gonna rise, you're gonna risen to a whole new place. My God. You hear me? Yeah, I, I hear you, and uh, I'm going to tell you about experience. And uh, I talked to Pastor Shaw about it. I don't know yeah, if God, you know. God. I don't know uh, if you know about the the movie, The Blind Spot, or the Blind Something about the football player. Well, we gonna talk. We gonna talk about that when it's just us. We're gonna talk about that when it's just me, you, and I, because because at some point. So at some point that when when God allow you to come from a different level, you have to think about and you and even even when you cut hair, you need to pray before you cut the head, because people are just not coming to you to get a haircut, but they're coming to hear you gossip. But they want, but you now you need to turn your gossip into a testimony. 
when you when you ready to cut their hair, tell them tell them how good God is being. Tell them how far God can take them. Why? Because he got God said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, and I'm raising my men to be strong. I'm raising my men in this season to be who they supposed to be. Amen. Uh, Mother Ford, are are you on here? Yes, I am. The Lord gave me a word for you too. The Holy Spirit told me to tell you, God. God said that the Holy Spirit said that He is going to transform your mind. He said He's going to transform your transform your mind to a out of to a place to where you're not going to keep having out of body experiences. You're having out of out of body experiences like somebody's playing tug of war with your spirit. And God said, if you surrender tonight, give him your mind, your body, and your soul, and your commitment to him, that he said that you will never be the same again. Jesus. Because what happens is that we, we in this natural life, but we having a spiritual experience. That's good. That's good. Because a lot of times, because 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 you are you are anointed in some areas, the devil takes that and manipulates you within your mind, like you're going crazy. Oh, I just told that. But really, it's God showing you what the devil has been doing with your spirit all these years. Ah! Your spirit has been tossed into and from. I said the Holy Ghost. And you didn't know that when I said the Holy Ghost. I feel the the Holy Ghost working in you right now. And down in your belly, God is going to put a new mother forward. He's going to put a new spirit in you to where when you're about to open up your mouth, you're going to open up. You're going to open up with power. And you're going to open up with fire. The, the Holy Spirit said, no more will your spirit be playing tug of war and have an out-of-body experience. Because the Holy Spirit said, if you're not having the out-of-body experience with the spiritual world, now the spiritual world is talking about the heaven. I'm not talking about any other spirit that ain't had nothing that's not connected with the Holy Ghost. He said that because because all these years, somebody in your, somebody in your childhood mishandled you. You were violated in some areas where you shouldn't have been violated at. So that spirit has have kept have have cultivated you into a place to where you're stuck in a you're stuck in a cycle. And the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, He said, once you once you hang up on He said, once you get off this prayer line, He said, I want you to holler and say, Lord, I'm ready to surrender. Because now the ball is in your court. He's going. He's going to deal. He's going to deal with that spirit. I see. I see. I see. The Holy Spirit is showing me two different spirits. He's showing me the spirit of darkness, and he's showing me the spirit of a dark. The spirit of darkness is a deep spirit from hell, but the spirit of dark is someone who's been following you for years. Jesus. God, I pray that God breaks that yoke. I pray. I pray that God breaks that that, that spirit of voodoo. I, I see the sense of voodoo somewhere. I don't know who it came from. I don't know where it's coming from. But God, I sense, I sense, I can just smell the, I can just smell it. It's, it's like it's so sensitive to the spirit of voodoo. But I curse it by the power of the Holy Ghost, and I come against every spirit of darkness. I come against every spirit of torment. The Lord has showed the Holy Spirit said you've been tormented in your life and your in your mind for the past ten years. We come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. 
that you will be set free and you will be delivered. And you will give God just not half of you, but give God all of you. And God is going to, and I'm going to tell you what, the Holy Spirit told me to also tell you, God, there, there's a sense of place to where you was in a particular ministry. Now, I don't know who this, I don't, I don't know what ministry you was in, but in that particular ministry you were taken advantage of. And in that ministry, those people that hurt you spitefully have to come back and apologize. My God, Jesus! <laughs> because the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Oh, Lord. My daughter went nowhere on this program when I told her. Those are the things that God is going to deal with. <clears throat> because inside, you just a sweet person. And you are you are lover you love people and you and you you are the lover of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Lord, thank you. Lord, that she become free. Lord, touch her belly, oh God. Ya ya babansa. In the mighty name of Jesus. That she will be free. Touch deep down in her soul, Jesus. Where she's been wounded, God. Even even as a child. The Holy Spirit is showing me now and I know I normally I normally don't prophesy or say anything with other people around, but I feel like that we we family, we could pray for one another. I I I, I the Holy Spirit is, is telling me that as a as a teenager, someone violated you into a place where they should have never touched you. My God. Yeah. And I pray that you will have the heart of forgiveness, even with your son. I pray that God would give you strength and he would give you power to that he would give you a sense of inner peace in the mighty name of Jesus about your son. Because there is a time where God, he's waiting, he's waiting for all of us, Minister Minister Rome, Pastor Shaw, myself, and Mother Ford. There's a time to God is going to, God is going to shoot us to a different place. And we all, Minister Rome, you have to be ready. You have to be ready for the ship. You have to be ready. You have to be ready for the ship. You have to be ready for the ship. Absolutely. Not only, not only should we just not talk it, but we have to be ready. That means when ministry goes on, we all on one. You all are all on one accord. Because he says when because everybody God, gets, when everybody lines up happens, with him, he will be coming happens. back. He That's said why once everything more, lines up, he will be coming back. But once, once, once Pastor Shaw gets into the other place of her level, her ministry, she's going to go, not just her ministry, but her as a person, she's going to shoot to the next level. And you all have to hold her accountable for her actions as well. Don't feel like you can't tell her when she's wrong because the Bible says it's better to have an open rebuke than a secret love. And anything, uh, that's March 24. and anything that's so done are, 
it should be done out of love, not to hurt nobody. It should be done out of love. Right. So if you correct someone, it should be done out of love. If you see something that's not right, you should correct it with love, not uh, look at the little dress she got on. No, step to her. But at the same time, when you step into her, pull off to the side. Don't try to embarrass anyone. And tell her, hey, since I think that dress is inappropriate, you know, don't go to her. Because when you go to a person in the wrong sense, they get offensive. And, you know, anything that's done and is done by God through you, it's done out of love. It's not done out of to hurt somebody. It's not done to belittle anyone. It's done out of love. So if you correct someone or you try to show someone something, make sure it's done out of love and make sure that it's really from God and not of self. Because uh, I've been, I will say that I've been hurt from certain church members, people saying stuff, and I get offended. But if they come to me in a different form, I'll receive it and not even question where it came from because it was done out of love. You wasn't just saying it to hurt no one. And a lot of people need to learn how to operate in the spirit and not of themselves. That's right. Amen. Amen. But I want to say to Mother Lily, when the Lord had me to prophesy to you that day here on the broadcast, and you know yourself, my daughter was not in my in, in here in this room with me. She was nowhere in the building. And I did not repeat what all God had told me because really I told her to get a lot of stuff when God used me. Some things I can't remember. Some things I don't remember. But but when God just spoke to her, I couldn't I couldn't do nothing saying you was not on the prayer or in this room or in this house when the Lord was speaking through me to speak to you that day. And that let me know that that was all confirmation to me what God was speaking for her, through her, to you. And I hope yeah. you received it in the name of Jesus because it's time to be set free. All of um uh, all of can, can you do it here? All of us need to be set free from something. And each day I wake up, I ask God to set me free. Not each day, all the time, but most of the time, set me free from this. Set my well. Eat every day when the devil try to put something in my mind, I said, Lord, I rebuke my mind. And Satan, I rebuke you in the thoughts that decide to come up against me. I just had to do one today when I got up because the enemy not to play with the mind. And he tried to tug on our heart, but he can't because our heart belongs to the Father, our Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This has been a good lesson tonight, Minister Jerome. God used you in a mighty way. In the word to bring out some stuff. 
and God is getting ready to use you more in ministry, more in ministry. That's why I say it is teaching time. It is teaching time. It is ministry time because God's people perishing because of the lack of knowledge of God. And if we say that we love God and we receive him as our Lord and personal Savior and not learn it's like and not learning the things of God, we are perishing. So this is the time in this hour that we should uh, 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 get connected and pray that God fill us up with his spirit and teach us wisdom, teach us his knowledge. He said, if you lack your knowledge, ask for it. And we must ask God each and every day for the knowledge of for his of his son Jesus Christ. Jesus is the mystery. He's the mystery that the Bible talks about. We must learn of his mystery, of his love, of his compassion. We must learn everything of God. And we must keep it close in our heart because you never know who we might see. We we might see someone even on the bus stop, a homeless person, a person in the street or somebody in the grocery store that that is going through that we might have to minister to in the name of Jesus. So Minister Jerome, you keep preaching and teaching and studying the word of God to show yourself approved before God and let God continue to use you in the gift that God has given you. Because you are doing an awesome, awesome, awesome job in the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mother, you have anything you want to say? No, I'm just supposed to be quiet. I'm supposed to be quiet. Okay. Okay. I'm getting ready to put on the worship. Okay. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. 
Praise the Lord. Open heaven. Hallelujah, Jesus. Anybody got any prayer requests tonight? Minister Jerome, do you have a prayer request? Uh, not at this time. I'm kind of, kind of war. I didn't write it. I didn't write it down. The Willer family, okay. The Willer family, okay. And and uh, Prophet Bridgewater and you, okay. For job and making more money. Go to the throne of to the throne of heaven. Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, I lay before heaven at the throne at your feet, oh God. To the throne of God, right there at your feet. Abba, Abba Father, which are in heaven. Father God, I ask you not to turn a deaf ear to this prayer, oh God. And Lord, we cry out our supplications before heaven. Oh, glory to God. Father God, I ask you in the name of Jesus to touch each and every person, oh God, that is representing Christ Jesus. Touch their heart and their mind and their soul, God. They will walk in righteousness before you, O oh God. And let them lay down every malice. I shall That is none like you, O oh God. Glory, glory, glory. That is none like you, Jesus. Glory to God. Father God, I pray on the behalf of the Willis family, O oh God. Whatever they stand in the need of healing financial. Whatever they stand in the need of, oh God, 
Lord, I ask you to bless them right now, oh God. From the top to the bottom, oh God. From the top of the head of the household until the youngest to the head of the, to the head of, to the house, oh God. Lord, we ask you to cover them with your blood, oh God. And seal it right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Glory to God. Lord, we ask you, Father God, I hear financial to pray over them, God. Lord, we ask you to touch their financial right now, Jesus. Lord, we ask you to touch them in your fold in the name of Jesus, oh God. And Lord, when you're blessing with their financial, oh God, Lord, we ask you to give them the spirit of tithing back to you, oh God, glory to God. Yes, Lord. Lord, let them begin to tie right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Because, Lord, I know when we begin to tie, Lord, and pray and seek, seek heaven, oh God, all things shall be added unto us in blessings in the name of Jesus, even the healing in the name of Jesus, even the deliverance. In the name of Jesus for everyone in the in the in the in the hill in their household, oh God. Father God, I should to be with Mother Lily in the name of Jesus, Lily and Ford, oh God. Lord, we ask you to saturate your blood around her right now in the name of Jesus. And your wings, oh God. Wrap them all around the whole, God, even in the comforter of your arm, Jesus, even in your bosom, God, keep her close in the name of Jesus. Every time the enemy enemy trying to come in, God, like a flood, Jesus, we ask you to stand up a spender against the enemy on her behalf in the name of Jesus. You know, even in her sickness, God, we ask you to stand up a stand against the enemy, against her sickness in the name of Jesus. No, we ask you to stand up as a standing against the enemy when it's trying to touch her income, oh God. Even her car, even her home, even her mind, oh God. What are the enemy trying to turn down and turn in, oh God? We send that thing back to the enemy, which force it come from in the name of Jesus. So say we send all those terms back to you. We send it back to hell, which force it come from. Lord, we ask you to guard her right now, Jesus. Lord, establish your steps, oh God. Lord, I hear you said the latter rain shall be greater. Aya. The latter rain in our life shall be greater, Osaya. Shall be greater in the name of Jesus. In the latter rain, get ready for another one. In the latter rain shall be greater right now in our life, oh God. Oh God, we ask you to move now. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Glory to God. I shudder Bless her right now, Jesus. Every area of her life, oh God. Bless her going in the field and as well as she come out of the field. Establish herself, oh God. Because the step of a good man is order. By God. And, Lord, we ask you to establish yourself and make it good in your way, oh, God. And, Lord, for territory in the name of Jesus, oh, God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we ask you to be with Prophetess French, Waters, God. Lord, you heard her prayer request, oh God. And Lord, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus. Bless her with a better job, making more money, $20 an hour or more. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we seal this prayer over her life and over her income and over her health with the blood of Jesus. Because Jesus, we know the blood of Jesus sustains all things. Glory to God. Nothing can touch it when it comes to the blood of Jesus. The enemy can't even even throw dust at it when it comes to the blood of Jesus. Oh, God. So, Jesus, we feed the blood. Over Prophet Bridgewater's life, Renetta Bridgewater's life, oh God. We plead the blood of Jesus over our new God. Even the assumption of things of people that are rather than be about love on this new job, new income in her, in your name, Jesus, oh God. Lord God, Hashanah, Lord, we ask you to enlarge our territory, oh God, in ministry, oh God. Enlarge you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Let us continue to use her in the gift of prophecy, oh God. Hiyah, right now in the name of Jesus, God. We sell it on the blood. We sell it on the blood. We sell it on the blood in the name of Jesus, oh God. Glory to God, Lord. She crying out for her husband, God. Lord, we know that you are her number one husband, God. But Lord, now she desires to be married in your name, Jesus, oh God. Lord, we feel this husband, God. Lord, let him come with the suction of the Holy Ghost in his life, oh God. Lord, not religious, but with the Holy Ghost, oh God. That we see her and love her for who you made and who she are, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Where he will be her boy, already established, ready in the income and home and houses and land, oh God. Oh God, we call this husband now. Right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we don't know who it is, God. But Jesus, you know who it is. In your name, Jesus, oh God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we ask you to this husband be ready to have a family in your name, Jesus, that loves you, oh God. We pray over the household right now in the name of Jesus, God. And Lord, we ask you to let it flow with the Holy Ghost, even from the head, from the husband to the wife and to the children and to her offspring in the name of Jesus. Let it flow with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus, oh God. And, Lord, we're not a forgetting about Minister Jerome, oh, God. Come him right now, Jesus. Let him continue to study. Let him continue to study your words, oh, God, and do your will in the name of Jesus, oh, God. Lord, let him continue to walk in faith in your name, oh, God. Lord, hold his hand as he walk in ministry, God. Lord, let him continue to speak. Your faith in Lord, let him speak your faith in prayer, oh God. Let him to speak your faith 
in your word, oh God. I shabba, even in the baptism of the Holy Ghost in an unknown tongue, oh God. Lord, I call it out upon them right now in the name of Jesus, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Fall fresh right now upon this life. Give them a new tongue. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Cover, cover, cover right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. And Lord, I pray right now for Kim Rollins, oh God. Whatever she in the hospital for, God, we ask you, God, to still heal it with your blood, Jesus. God, Shabba. Fill it with your blood, God, whatever it is, God. We ask you to fix it right now. Fix it in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we ask you to heal her body from the top of her head to the sole of her feet, oh God. And Lord, now rebuke any witch and any war, any warlock that came up across her hospital bed and prayed for her. I break the spell of the witches right now and never warlock. Spirit in the name of Jesus. I send it back to the place of hell. Every hindering spirit is going to rope. I send it back right now. I send it back. Wish I hear you. I you, and I cast you back to the pits of hell, which force you come from. Hey, Shabbaya. Lord, cover her right now with your blood. Hey, Shabbaya. Every nurse that come into the hospital room of hers, God. Lord, we ask you, God, to cover it with your blood. Sing the angels. Sing your angels right now. To cover with your blood in the name of Jesus. Cover with your blood in the name of Jesus, oh God. Cover right now, Jesus. Lord, in your mighty name, oh God. Lord, I ask you, God, to cover me with your blood as I pray this prayer, oh God, whether everyone come up against me, oh God. Because, Lord, because I call them out, oh God. Lord, I should protect my income in the name of Jesus and sell it with your blood, oh God. I should have covered my health, God, from the top of my head to the sole of my feet, oh God, where every time I go to the doctor, they begin to take me off this pill and that pill, because God, because you healing my body, in Lord high Shabbat, I call healing up on my own head, oh God, from the top of my head to the sole of my feet, God, and Lord, I should to cover this ministry, oh God, with your blood, cover them. Walking by faith, oh God. And Lord, we call out for more people to come into the ministry that is ready to be learned, that is ready to receive your word, to ready to get changed by your words, oh God. And let them walk into spirit and into truth, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, I announce every back, back spirit that's trying to come up against this ministry. Every back, back spirit try to come up against me right now in the name of Jesus. I call out Satan right now in the name of Jesus. You jostling 
spirit, I send you back to the pit of hell because you're not of God. Jesus, you said in your word, that our thoughts is not your thoughts and your our ways is not your ways. And God asks you in the name of Jesus, Lord, put our ways on the ways of heaven and put our thoughts on the things of heaven in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, sell it right now with your blood. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Be every children that is in the hospital, that is on the life support, oh God. Lord, we ask you to bring them out right now in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bring them off the life support machine. Bring them off their deathbed in the name of Jesus. Get them on this side, oh God. Lord, I know you're going to say somehow. And Lord, we always pray to heal them. In the name of Jesus, oh God, let your will be done in the healing, even in the dust healing in the hospital, oh God. Cover it with your blood in the nation, in this nation, in every other nation, even in Africa, even in Senegal, even in, in Nigeria, oh God. Lord, we ask you to send your spirit. Send your spirit now on your people over in the Africa, oh God. Lord, we rebuke every, every Spirit that is not like you, oh God. Every idol, God, we cast those things back to the lake of fire. Right now, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Jesus, we ask them, Lord, let them receive your spirit with open arms. Let them run to the cross and say, what must I do to be saved in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we ask you to move right now. Lord, guide us, God, in your spirit. Guide us, God. And Lord, let us do the things, the laws that you laid before us in your Ten commandments, oh God. Let us do your commandments. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen and amen. And there is anyone who has not received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Just say, Lord, I surrender right now. Throw your hands up towards heaven and say, Lord, I surrender my will and my will and my all and my own before you right now. And you believe and say this, Father God, I believe it in my heart that you have risen Jesus Christ from the grave. And if you truly believe that, then you are saved in the name of Jesus. This is the food I broadcast in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Minister Jerome, you did an awesome, awesome, awesome word. Hallelujah with the commandments and talking about God's love. That's that steadfast love. We still on steadfast love, but we go continue, continue, continue to do God's word and walk in His righteousness. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. If God didn't love us, He would have sent us Jesus. He would have took us out a long time ago. We would have did the right the first few times when he told us. So we would have been sleeping in our grave of disobedience. Because, see, people got to look at the graves right. We got graves of disobedience. We got graves of healing. And we got graves to the eternal life, which is in Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm full right now in the name of Jesus. Good, good message. Good message. Good message. 
I just love the Lord, how he just moved. And I thank Prophetess Bridgewater. God used her in the Prophetess gift because she kept saying, I feel God and I hear God and I feel the prophecy is coming up. Glory to God. Mother Lily, I just want to say that she was nowhere around in this in this in this building when I prophesied to you. And I promise you I did not tell her anything that what the Lord told me to tell you. Because a lot of this stuff I had forgot all about it. And I knew when she began to speak, begin to talk to you, she began to God began to use her. And he used and sealed it with the confirmation, all that yeah. what I said and all that what you he, what you received in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. deliverance have came to your household, baby. Surrender Amen. have came to your household. Amen. Healing have came to your household. Glory yeah. to God in the name of Jesus. We are over the time. It is exactly 921. We've been here for over two and a half, almost two and a half hours. But praise God, that's how, that's how it is when you, when good sound doctrine, good sound word come out in the name of Jesus. Glory Amen. to God. This is including our broadcast. Mother, do you. All right. Remember you all. Only what to do for Christ will ever last. So you all keep living life, live life, live life for Jesus Christ. Live. We love you all. Bye. Bye. Love you. Be blessed. Call me Bye-bye. later when you charge your phone. Bye-bye, man. This is the road. All right. Good Bye-bye. night. Bye, Mother Lily. Pastor Shaw. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you. Bye-bye.